0: We were just talking about Kanye West, how we were mad, inspired by his documentary. Just the first part. You said something deep. Kanye's out, just a regular dude. Yeah, he just uh, he was minding his own business, Minded and then but, like business. he got he got disrespected, and yeah. people didn't believe in him. That's so it. he was just like, all right, yeah, no, then I gotta I gotta I gotta, I gotta move gotta, like this. there. I gotta turn up on you. I gotta remind you. I was gonna say a word, but I was shaping the culture. I gotta remind you, niggas. He is, but he's also it's, it's really the yeah, like
1: exactly. Him. That's what I don't know how I feel about him because uh, like sometimes he says things and I'm like, that's a little, like you're a little bit over of yourself, yeah. And then and like that's a little arrogant to say. And then other times he says things, I was like, you're exactly right, yeah. Like, you're <laughs> like I, you can't. Wife. What are we talking about today? Um, anything you want to talk about, man? I'm, i you know what? I love. I love just being here with mm. my brother, so you know. He's mm. gonna be good. You know, I just wanna. I just want to talk culture. That's what, you, that's what we're here to do. Let's do it. Let's solve the problem of culture here in this room today. <laughs> culture's fixed. Let's go. It's done. KB uh, in the Bay going crazy. with go peace on the hood, Mercedes. Whoa. Young boys letting off 80. lean next to a Dior like Hades. Say no corner, no Bailey. Don't no internet clown gon' play me. Money ain't never gon' make me. I can win with a couple bucks like Brady. If she ain't baby, you cannot shame me. When they gon' pay me to shut my mouth and gotta okay me, then they gon' save me. I'm finna stay free. What
0: everyone we are back with another episode of shaping the culture and today we got a special guest with us this brother right here 12 years in the making 12 years 12 years in the making doing it let's take it back to 2010 okay i found this man in the trees <laughs>
1: hey uh, I, but i held climbing. that tree down <laughs> that tree was going nowhere
0: i was a freshman in college trying to find friends and i saw this man hiding in the bushes <laughs> hey uh but it was a good time we connected and right from the i, I don't feel like it took much time for us to build no, our friendship he no. just kicked it off no, Yeah, i
1: gravitate towards people with a sense of humor and yeah. honestly like like your life and the lives of everybody around you <laughs> was just one big sense of humor yeah. to me. So I just said, hey.
0: <laughs> we uh, laughed a lot. We're, we're, yeah, we're in. Yeah, the drama that we experienced. Oh, it was.
1: The relationships, the situations, drama.
0: the friend drama. Oh, man. There was a lot to laugh about. Oh, yeah.
1: And that's That's the best part about it is that we could just laugh about it. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, it wasn't like, there wasn't any hate between anybody. It was nah. just like yeah, people yeah. would go through drama, girl drama. Yeah. He stole his girl, she stole <laughs> that, and then we just sit there and just laugh about it. We like, that's it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's that's it, crazy.
0: And more than laughing together, I think we gravitated towards one another because I don't know if you remember this, but freshman year we were down the hall from one another. So we were like, from our friend yeah. group, we were the closest yeah. as far as yep. room situation. Yeah, went. we're
1: like king corner a little bit. Yeah.
0: And we had so many deep conversations. We did. We'd man. be up till 3, 4 AM and literally miss class the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, remember that one time intro to Psych, Professor Henson? Oh. Yeah. oh. We woke up late and we're like, should we make it to class? Should we not? Dude. And then we're like, let's go to class. We got in your car, your car or my car? I don't
1: know. Well, both of our cars were trashed yeah. at the time. <laughs> we got absolute to, buckets. We got
0: to class and he made us feel so bad. He kicked us out. You yeah. Yeah. Okay. I we went and got breakfast. But like,
1: here, here's what I'll say about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't feel bad about that because like nowadays, like there are certain rooms that I, I feel like I need to be in. Yeah, yeah. And when I reflect on all the rooms that I had got to be in and be a part of, yeah. that was probably at the bottom <laughs> of like the list of rooms <laughs> that I felt like I needed to be in. Cause like, yeah, yeah. like, you know how, uh, there was, there was one guy in, in the Bible who, uh, who like stood outside of like, he stood outside of the room trying to listen to Jesus yeah. because he was like, "You have the words to life, yeah, right?" Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Who was that? I can't remember. Who he, I remember that specific phrase. He's like, yeah. he said, uh, but, Peter, yeah, Peter, where, where, shall yeah, way have, way. where shall we go? Yeah, you have the where shall we go? You have the words to life, right?" Yeah. And I don't think with that psych class, I would that's <laughs> ever gonna be the case for me. He, you remember that time he talked about? He prayed that God would uh, strike down a bear. I don't remember. Because that. it attacked a guy while he was hunting? No, I don't remember that. That was the craziest prayer I probably that probably suppressed that from my memory. Dude. Okay, dude. Okay, so kid you not. We're in we're in class and he tell first of all, he st- he tells the story. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so you started the story <laughs> to tell us about how you went hunting over the weekend. Yeah. Goes hunting over the weekend and uh, one of his buddies on his on his guys' trip uh ends up like ends up having an encounter with a bear And the bear gets, like, startled and frightened and, like, charges at him. But, like, nobody gets hurt, right? Right, Like, he just gets startled or whatever. The bear, eventually they scare the bear off or whatever. Right. But then he follows that story up Uh -uh. by, like, starting the crass with the prayer Uh and then prays that God would strike the bear down. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Dogs, like not what,
0: that's not what Genesis teaches. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know about that. And
1: then, and then, and then he proceeded to defend his prayer after. And I'm like, we are wasting time here, dog. Like, I
0: do remember that there are many classes. Yeah, where I'm like, we just
1: we are wasting our time. Like, you were thousands of dollars right thousands here. Thousands of dollars talking about bears, bears being struck down <laughs> by God. I had to pay attention because psych was my major. Oh so. my gosh. Oh. Anyways,
0: all that to say, we got this. Is some years in the making years. here. Yeah. Uh, dope conversations. I'm surprised we haven't done this sooner. Yeah, come man. on the podcast. Ooh. But better late than never. Uh, we got Critical Thinker with us. We got a hilarious dude with us. A Heart of Gold has a huge heart for people, serving people. You won't know it. He's not going to flaunt it. But behind closed doors, this man is serving the youth and the community and the culture. And it's a real honor to have him on Shaping the Culture. We got Ooh. none other than you
1: going by James or Jimmy. Dude, you can call me Jimmy, man. I, I go by I go by Jimmy, so you can call me Jimmy. Okay, but I just on be on socials, I'm on some socials. I'm James, but yeah, yeah. Either way,
0: we got Jimmy with us, man. That's right. Welcome to the podcast.
1: That's right. Hey, I'm <laughs> glad here. to be here, man. I'm like, glad to have you, dude. I'm honestly, like I was saying this, like I was saying this off the air, but genuinely, like I'm a fan. Mm. Like I am a genuine fan of like what you've been doing. And again, it all it 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 started before this, but you know when you did your you're like one of your earlier podcasts with Lecrae. Yeah. And I was like mind blown. because obviously like Lecrae. It was like, you know, I yeah. was, I was the Lecrae guy. You were the Lecrae I guys. was like, it was anybody that was the Lecrae guy. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I was more of the KV guy. Yeah. Definitely. You were the KV guy. I was the Cray guy. And when yeah. you had, I was like, man, I was ready. I was literally led to pop you upside the head with this hand. Yeah. If you, you you did that without even telling you didn't even mention it to me. I was so I was so hurt. Uh but I was glad to to be able to watch that. And yeah. then and then the follow up podcast beyond that. I think they've all been special. I watched your your one you did with the roommates. Um actually uh, we Yeah, yeah, Hafiz, yeah. yeah. We we uh uh I would and I listened to that while I was cutting his hair, oh, and we were having a discussion about that. So yeah. that was pretty
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. Where do you? I mean, that's an interesting conversation to have. Oh yeah. Oh. The whole red pill community. Yes. Atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: oh my goodness. so interesting. And I can't talk too much about it because I have a wife. <laughs> no, actually, no. She, 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 she's been with me a couple of times, and we've been we we've sat down and process some of those video like mm. uh there's a few channels so there's th- like you know there's the roommates there's fresh and fit yeah yeah fresh
0: and fit is the worst oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> my that. those guys need to get canceled Dude, yeah it's yeah. it's tough it's did you see them get on the flagrant podcast yes yeah, so i did Schultz i did i did wa- i did watch that oh, and akash put them in their place yeah they're yeah. very
1: yeah they're very uh insecure <laughs> there's a like there's a lot of there's insecurities there yeah. um but they but they try to sell it as like like alpha Mm -hmm. alpha male mentality and it's just like and that's the one that's the other thing too is like the i hate when guys try to give Mm. um perspective uh or try to give um advice on like marriage and things like that and they ain't never been married Mm. nor do they want to be married so i'm like why would you like you can okay it's like you can or they haven't healed right yeah I'm like dude you just sound hurt dog like that's what you sound like he was like why would I give a woman half my stuff and this this that and I'm like and she doesn't bring anything to the table and I'm like and actually I've been a video on that I said people who ask like, what do you bring to the table? Like, that is the wrong question. That's like, yeah. that's the stupidest question. <laughs> I hate that question. Yeah. What do you bring to the table? Yeah, yeah. That is the dumbest, <laughs> that is the dumbest <laughs> question. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, what if I did that to you? Like, you're my friend, right? Yeah, yeah. What if I did this to you? Like, hey, like, why are we friends? Yeah, what, like, do you bring to the yeah table? what do you bring to the table in our friendship? Like, <laughs> what's what? your 401k? <laughs> yeah, long? yeah. Like, yeah. what's that's the dumbest. <laughs> yeah, no, right. we're friends because we like each other. Like, right. we're, I like hanging out with you. You yeah. like hanging out with me. There's yeah. no other, Reason why we're for friends, like, so, like, why would you do that yeah. to the best friend you would ever have in right. your lifetime, bro? Or
0: like, I think something this generation doesn't understand is you build wealth together. There's like research that shows that, yes, you have a better chance of being a millionaire by getting married. Yes, in this culture, you're like, no, nah, I don't need a significant other, I'm gonna build on my own and then when it's time for me to look for someone you ask the question what do you bring to the table right not knowing that you can double what you bring to the table by just being with that person or Dude, not yeah. uh, not only
1: that like they, they don't understand like uh, like what it means to to synergize like mm-hmm. they don't understand that's like you are more than the sum of your parts when you're together right, like right. like jess and i yeah yeah we get f- like far more done yeah than we would like individual Right. Have living our individual lives. Yes. Like if we just if we add the sum total of our individual lives, yeah. we've gotten far more done together. Right. Right. than than apart. Apart. And I
0: believe it. A thousand percent. Yeah. And it's
1: like, you know, I think I think the culture, I think, is so is so wrapped up in there's there are defined roles within yeah. certain relationships. um, And then and then also like we want like we want to be able to like categorize it, mm. simplify it and then be able to like preach that. To others and that's how people monetize it and be able to do podcasts and do you know uh, and give their advice and give their expertise because they've simplified it and down to a science and a process. And I'm like, nah, like I I was
0: watching a, a roommate's episode recently and they I think they they hit the nail on the head. They were talking about how platforms that make a killing, talking about these things, they're making a killing because the people that they attract are those that are miserable in life. They attract people that, cause think about it. Desperation. Yeah. yeah. They, they The people that they attract are those that leave comments Yep, in the comment section. Yep. But if you were to think about it, a healthy person very rarely is in the comment section. Very rarely. At most, they're just going DM to their group yeah. chat or DM to a friend. Yep. But very rarely are they going to actually get in the comment section yep. and write their dissertation exactly. why they disagree with whatever it is. Exactly. And so a lot of the times, like, it's a quick, fi- and like, cats young guys can make 5 10 15 20k of video yeah. talking about this because negativity sells and so sometimes i wonder if the people that are putting out the content actually believe what they're saying or they're just doing it for a check you know mm. what i'm saying uh,
1: i think it's i think it's a both and i think it's they um it, you ever hear that story like you, you tell a lie so many times that you start to believe it yourself right, right. i think it's like that yeah. i think it's like they they they've been selling it for so long mm. that They've come to the, maybe, maybe marriage is, is a, you know, is a scam. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe all women are fake. Maybe they start, they start believing those things. And it's like, I
0: think the crux of their belief system is pimp or be pimped. It's like this, yo. either I am going to master you or you're going to master me. And right from the jump, that's just a terrible way of going into a relationship, like huh. that just shows you have some insecurities. You have some hurts. Yep. Uh, you have some things that you need to get over because in a loving, safe relationship, you're looking in, you're going into the relationship thinking, how can I serve this person? Yep. How could I add value to this person? Yep. How could this person help me become all that I'm supposed yep. to be? Yep. You're not thinking like, how can it, it becomes like a, this game where you're yep. trying to
1: manipulate. Yep. The when d- you ask the question, what do you bring to the table? It's yeah. a selfish question. Yeah. They're thereby, Making you someone not ready, right, to, for a relationship. Right. Like you're not ready for a relationship if all. you are going into it with a selfish mentality. Yeah, you know, just yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. At all. well, we can spend a whole hour talking about yeah, that. Still, that's <laughs> not that's not what we're here to yeah, talk yeah, about. It's a whole <laughs> tangential. I, that's me, man. I'm ADHD, man. Nah, you're good. <laughs> that's why you should start a podcast,
0: bro, because uh, you could just get on the mic and just fit. And well.
1: You know, and I get on YouTube and I just throw my thoughts out there. Actually, no, me and my nephew we started doing that. Like he started sending me, um, he started sending me like life questions. I was just helping him navigate like large questions in life. Yeah. And then one day I just like I was like, dude, are you cool? We just record it, and Mm. we did. And I was like. Holy smokes, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) That's low-key
0: how Shaping the Culture got started. Me and my friends were just having deep, fire conversations, and at the end of it, we're like, we should record this. Record it, yeah. So here we are recording these conversations. Love it. Well, the title of this podcast is called Shaping the Culture, and the culture here in Minneapolis is uh, not the best right now. We've got shootings. uh, We've got police violence, police brutality. Mm -hmm. Um, there's just a lot going on. You got gun violence, you got, um, so much going on. Yeah. And something you and I were talking about was how could we shape culture? Like how do we get into the thick of things Mm -hmm. and actually bring about change? And I think about Jesus and he said, this is how you ought to pray. And one of the things he included in the prayer was, uh, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. When Jesus taught us how to pray, Jesus told us to incorporate God's will being done mm-hmm. on earth, right? Yeah. Jesus' priestly prayer in John 17, yeah. uh, he prays to the Father that w- we would stay here. Mm. You know, a lot of the times in Christian culture, we're trying to escape culture, mm-hmm. right? That's why my parents threw me yep. in private school. Yep. <laughs> they were afraid of the culture. Yeah. Jesus is praying to God that he would keep us in the culture, yep. right? Keep yep. us in the earth, right? Like then we created
1: secular and sacred divide. Yeah, and yes. Christian. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's a lot. It's a lot. But how could we bring about change? How could we bring about true restoration if we're not in this thing, if we're not in the culture? And so we kind of wanted to explore in our conversation here today what it looks like to see actual change and what that's going to take of us.
1: Yeah, um, that's a, you know, you've presented a really profound question that I think that's been the subject of many of my sleepless nights. <laughs> that yeah. It's kept me up literally thinking, and Justin knows, like, I, I have several nights where I just don't sleep because yeah. uh, I'm struggling thinking about what's going on yeah. uh, with our youth and with kids that are Hurting each other, right? And, right. Um, and this right now, the state isn't good. Like what we're mm-hmm. going through is it's not good. And mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's funny. Is th- the answer is it's actually already been demonstrated for us? Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this: uh, What's the, what's the Great Commission?
0: Uh, to make disciples of all nations. Okay,
1: all right. So we know that the Great Commission is to make disciples of, the, of all all nations. Does uh, Jesus at any point in time say? Uh, in the Great Commission, don't go and tell the world about Jesus. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Not at all. No. Yeah. He says, go and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. Well, okay, well, how do you do that? Well, Jesus already did that. Yeah. He took 12 guys. Yeah. He found 12 teenagers, by the way. Right, right, right. Teenagers. And Peter was the only one who was, like, slightly older. older yeah. But everyone else was, like,
0: Ad- adolescence. Yeah they're, yeah, they're all young dudes. Yeah.
1: And they say
0: Jesus was the first youth pastor. Yeah. He was, seriously. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then he slept, he slept, ate, walked, did everything with them yeah. for 3 years. Yeah. And then he said, "Hey, mm-hmm. now you guys go and do the same. Do the same." Right? Yes. And you know, w- you know, you find that, you know, there are some Greek translations of the word disciple which literally means to multiply. Yeah. Like we know that yeah, now. Like yeah, we know, yeah, like yeah. that's how we ch- like we do this. Yeah. Then they multiply. They disciple three to twelve people. Yeah. Then, then more, and then we do that to such an extent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now we've replicated the image of Christ yes. across a whole body of people yes. with even even within the span of a couple years. Yes. Um, and that's why the focus of my work has really been around mentorship, mm, and yeah. I'm actually at a really weird crux in my life where. Mm. Uh, I've started. I'm starting to now transition from being someone who's a direct mentor mm. to now focusing on my focusing my energies on teaching people how to mentor. Because mm. mm. at first I was trying to just be a really really good mentor, right. mentor these young people. Well, now they're now they're adults. Right, right. These right. guys are adults, and uh, n- you know now I'm like, hey, you got you you gotta go find young people. Yeah, yeah. And show them how to be how to live. You know, uh, how to honor God. You got to show them because, like, if you don't, then, like, everything that I've showed you will be for nothing. Right. Right. You have to go and, and, you know, multiply that. Bro. So there's so much you said that we could unpack. I
0: think in 2022, we are more fascinated with content creation. Mm -hmm. We're more fascinated with having a platform on YouTube. We're more fascinated with, bro, when I was in college, ain't nobody want to be a pastor. Yeah. I remember telling people I want to go in ministry and they looked yeah. at me like I just told them I want to be a murderer. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, why would you want to do that with your life? There's yep. no money in it. Yep. Like Oh, you,
1: you! We had this conversation already. Yeah. I told you I didn't want to be a pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. "Man, I don't. I, I don't want to be broke. Why do I sign up to be broke, man? <laughs> For real? I don't want to do that."
0: Everybody was like, they were tripping. Yeah, but in you 2022, were tripping though. No. <laughs> I'm just like, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just But the jokes on you. It is. It is now. I'm, everybody wants to be a pastor. That's yeah, true. That's <laughs> and true. Now. People actually can make money off of ministry. there, yeah. bro. I know it is glamorized are, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I know people making six figures in ministry, dog. Dude, we know I people know. making
1: seven figures. Oh in, my in, goodness! In, yeah, you seen? Oh, I I saw. Uh, what's his name? Um, the the guy that uh, he did he he's down in he's down in Texas. Not Joel Olstein. Uh, Joel Olstein is o- making eight figures. Who's, yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, who's the the other guy who had the song made about him? We watched on YouTube. Oh man.
0: Was he a youth pastor?
1: No, like he's a like a pastor. big mega church pastor. In Texas. Uh, yeah. There's a lot um, of them in Texas. But teachings. man. Uh, no, no, he's a <laughs> white guy. Uh, Chandler? He, I can't remember his name. Man. Texas. Um, but uh, he was the one that he was like screaming at COVID. COVID 19. I Kenneth Copeland, <laughs> man. Yeah, I found out that dude. That dude makes three hundred million dollars.
0: Doesn't he have his own airplane? He's on. Yes, three hundred million dollars a Drake year. Drake got
1: planes, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, three h- dude. Like that's crazy. Man. That don't that make no type of sense. That doesn't make but sense. But you don't even
0: need to be on Kenneth Copeland's level, bro. I know youth pastors in just yeah, that's true. Making six figures. Yep. making a hundred k. Yep. Um. Everybody wants a platform. Everybody wants a mic. Yep. It's easy to serve cliches and platitudes. It's so easy, like things like a mere lock to go down in our city yeah. and to just go on Instagram Live yeah. and think this is our service. Yep. This is how we're contributing to the culture yeah. by just spewing opinion. We don't even spew the Bible. We just yeah. talk about what we Opinions, think about the situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but bringing it back to your example, when I look at Jesus, mm-hmm. this grassroots, this man walked with people. Yeah, uh, y'all can uh, fact check me, but if I'm not mistaken, I think Jesus gave five sermons in his whole life,
1: something like that. It was it, w- it wasn't that many.
0: Every time he spoke, it was either a parable or a story, mm-hmm. and he always told the parable or story on the journey. Yep, it was as he was doing ministry. Yep, he's inviting them. They're walking. The kingdom of heaven is like, yep, this. Yep, you know they're walking. They see mountains. You know, if you have a uh, faith the size of a mustard, mustard seed, yeah. you can move yep. mountain. Like he's doing real life ministry mm-hmm. on the ground. Yep. He's not in a palace. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not in a studio recording content.
1: Dude, the it's original move maker. That brother was making moves, 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 bro, <laughs> moves. <laughs> yeah. And
0: and we've gotten away from that. We, yeah. you know, i you know, we have some episodes that have dropped, and we've talked about how nowadays. People don't want pastors. They want speakers. They want communicators. Yeah. They don't want to be shepherded. They want. Yeah. They want a TED talk. Yep. Right. Like we're so fascinated with just putting out as much information yeah. on culture as yeah. possible. But where are the people that are actually in culture and making an impact in culture? And to your point, Jesus calls us to be in it and to mentor, disciple, serve, lead, guide. He didn't call us to strictly just talk about what he did.
1: Um. There's something I wish, uh, wish we could look it up. At some point, you, you should look this up. But yeah. there was a stat I looked at a, a few years ago yeah. about the number of the statistics of a number of pastors, people who are actually certified licensed pastors yeah. that have actually like personally led somebody to Christ mm. It is staggeringly low. Staggeringly. There's a, yeah. there's a significant number of pastors who have never even done that. Right. right. Cause then, cause now you can get the title of pastors, but you can be a numbers guy.
0: You can get the you title of
1: a pastor on the internet. Yeah. You can just go real yeah. quick, Google, Easy. pay 999 Easy. And have
0: this. Yeah. I'm
1: telling you. And you can, you know, there's, there's guys that I know. I know guys yeah. who majored in accounting. Yeah. Are numbers people deal with finances. Yeah. But work at a church, yeah, and because they work at a church, yeah. they get the title of pastor. Yeah. That's and sad. it's like, Yeah, yeah. You're you're a numbers guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're <laughs> like you don't have a shepherd's heart. You don't have the Yeah, like, yeah like what what's, what's, going on? <laughs> what's going on here? But yeah, yeah. but again, I think the title of pastor, I think, is is a very it's this very sacred term. Yeah. but it's used so loosely and yeah. it's, yeah. And, yeah. and I, it, I think it does. It has a, it has a huge effect on our culture. That's honestly the reason why I didn't want to be, people think I didn't want to be a pastor because I didn't want to be broke it. Now um that's shifted to more. I, I don't necessarily want to be a pastor because yeah. I know the weight that is right. carried with being a pastor because yeah, I'm already doing absolutely. pastoral work. Like people are already telling me like, dude, you're already a pastor. And yeah. I'm like, that's cool and all, but I don't necessarily want that title because, um, because I know the weight that that, that it's carried, that carries with that. But bro, that speaks
0: to a bigger problem. Like I feel like we treat pastors like they're varsity and everybody else like they're JV. Yeah. But like dog Ephesians four teaches us that pastors are set in place to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Pastors job is to equip y'all so you can live like pastors in your workplaces and your schools and your communities Mm -hmm. and your family. Yep. And I feel like a lot of the times when we see somebody being incredibly faithful, we don't that doesn't register in our mind as, wow, they are a follower of Jesus. Yeah. Who, how we register that in our mind is you should be a pastor. Right. Yo, you're right. You're you're, you read your Bible. You should teach the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You go to church every week. You're called to ministry. It's like, nah, I'm a Christian. This is the call. This is the life. This is the life. Yeah. Right. And I feel like because people don't want that weight. Yeah. Because people want don't want that responsibility. Mm-hmm. The way they try to absolve themselves uh, absolve themselves from that responsibility is by quickly reverting to well, maybe they're called to ministry, and because I'm not called to ministry, yeah. I'm going to release myself from the responsibility of being a Christian. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to be a Christian? To be in these, these streets and actually make disciples.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, dude, you make a you make a really good point, and you actually even. Now, since, you know, since that, you know, that first initial conversation about, like, would I be a pastor yeah. or not? Um, I still don't believe I want to be a pastor. I yeah, still yeah. don't want to be. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I found myself lately actually desiring to get a ministerial license. Mm. And that has nothing to do with right. wanting to be a pastor. It really has something to do with I was already doing the work. Right. And I found that it was really hard to yeah. do, like, especially like right now, like we had these teen shootings. And I've been going Mm -hmm. to the hospital, trying to do things, all these things every single day. Right. Right. right? Um, And uh, I found that it's been really hard to try to get access to where I need to go, yeah. I've had teens that have been locked up. And I'm like, I'm trying to get to them because they're yeah. trying to call me. And it's like, man, if I just had a ministerial license, this would be so much easier. Yeah. So for me, it's more about convenience. It's like, I don't really, again, I don't care about titles. Yeah. I don't care about, but it was more about like, how can I serve better? How can I serve better? Yeah. Is this going to enable me to do this? Yes. Uh, and it's equipping, right? You right. talk, you said the key word. It's about equipping. Yeah. And I believe that you are better equipped. Think about it. Think about what's, what's, what has better equipped you. Sitting in a classroom yeah, or spending time with your mentor? Spending
0: time with my mentor. Let me tell you this. Uh, Pastor Brian died from Chicago. Yeah. Shout out to Legacy yep, Conference. I, I, yep, yeah, I, did. I met him one time. Dope guy. Yep. He said something so profound one time, bro. He did this exercise and he asked all of us in the room, um, think of your top five favorite sermons. So we sat there, we're like, sermons, sermons, which... <laughs> five can it be three oh like it's God. top three <laughs> like can you right? even remember can like i even remember three yeah. and then he's like all right you got your top five cool and then he's like all right now think of the top five most influential person in your life and right off the top people yep. were like this person that my mom my dad yeah and yep, he's yep. like what did you notice from this exercise where people were like well i had an easier time thinking through who had most the most impact on my life versus thinking through the most uh, impactful sermon I heard. Yeah. He's like, exactly. Yeah. The point of it all is, you know, we as Christians are called to walk with people. People yeah. will forget your messages, yeah. but they will never forget the lessons they learned by doing life with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, so this was a super profound, uh, this was a super profound lesson that I was told when I started working, uh, at Treehouse. Yeah. Uh, when I started working with kids, um, I did not feel like I was supposed to be there. Right, I, I, again, I, I was still sexually active. I was still you're well, out here club on Saturday, church on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I was, <laughs> I you know, like days. <laughs> man, it was so that was that was a lifestyle that I was I was involved in, yeah. and so I didn't feel like like Treehouse was something that like mm-hmm. I could really effectively mm-hmm. do. And then one guy, like, and I, t- I remember, you know, walk doing going for a walk with one of my mentors uh, during that time. And I was, it was one of the lowest points I've ever had in my life. Um, and I remember telling him, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I, I think I'm like, I don't think I, I'm done kind of thing. And he, and he said to me, he said, you know, um, I don't believe that God mm. um, calls the qualified. Mm. Uh, Cause I was, like I said, like I didn't, I felt under one, like yeah. a lot of people, who are doing the work had social work degrees or ministry degrees. Right. Like right. I had no degrees. Right. So I was somebody I was like, I'm, I'm just a guy. Yeah. And he said like, God doesn't call to qualify. He qualifies the call. Right. You just have to know that you were called. Mm-hmm. And when I think about my story, like there's no doubt that I mm-hmm. was called. And yeah. uh, one of these days I'll tell my story, yeah. but uh, we don't have enough time for that. But yeah. it was, it was one of those things where like, I knew that I was called. So I said, okay, I'm here.
0: Yeah.
1: What am I going to do with it? I got to, right. I got to make the most of it. Yeah. And then as a result of that, I realized that I, I got to a point where I was, I, I did not mm. consider myself an expert, nor did I care about titles. And when I when I think about like my legacy, like when yeah. I think about when it's all said and done, I will be really upset yeah. if I if when my time comes and I people go to my funeral and they start listing off all my titles. Mm. They start saying, like, oh, he was this, he was a pastor, he did this, he, you know, he was a CEO, and blah, yeah. blah. I I, like none of that matters to me, right, right. right. None of that, like none of that matters to me. Like I would be more happy if like the people who I impact just showed up. Yeah. And if more if more would more would be said to say that, hey, this was a guy Mm. that just loved God Mm. and just wanted to walk after Mm. him that was it. Yeah. yeah. That was it. And he did. And he gave everything for that. Right. 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 There's no, there's no titles you can add to that. Right. Right. There's no, there's nothing. Like if you just, if you're a guy that loves God and just runs after him with your whole heart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like there, there is no title that can trump that. Yeah. To me, nothing like I could care less about. And that's, that's honestly what's allowed me to sit in rooms with millionaires and yeah. billionaires yeah, and yeah. CEOs and in places where I genuinely didn't feel like I belong. I went yeah. on a pastor's conference trip yeah. and I was like, dude, I'm not a pastor, but they invited me. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm not a pastor and yeah, I don't want to be a pastor, yeah, but yeah. they're inviting me. Cause yeah. I'm like, because like to me, it's like what makes me, I understand that what makes me belong in the room yeah. is not about mm. my title. No, no not at And at all. I don't care about titles. Yeah. And so like, I, and I don't, and I got to a point where I'm like, I'm, I'm not afraid to talk to or, 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 uh, uh, or speak truth to, or yeah. anything like, um, uh, with any type of title or with any type of room I'm in, I'm not afraid to do any of that stuff. Right. I'm just a, I'm just a person right. that loves God right, is right. running after Him with his whole heart. Yeah. Yeah. And he, God has me in that room. I'm gonna yeah. be in that room. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. I've been to in the last
0: year, more funerals than I've ever had in my whole life. Last year, more than my whole it's life. Been so year, it's, been l- it's been a rough year, man. And one thing that I've picked up on consistently, I've been at funerals where you know the person that had passed away had a lot of titles, yeah, or had a lot of success. Um, I've been at funerals where there was some that had no titles, there was some that was barely starting their life. Mm-hmm. The thing kids that I picked t- on, I hate, that, I, I hate those. I those hate are the worst. Man, kids. Yes, kids. that's hard. Oh, dude, that just. But one thing that I found to be true across the board, whether they were older and had more degrees in a the thermometer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or younger in their life and didn't have much to to much to their accomplishment. Ac- accomplishment. Ac-
1: accomplishment.
0: accomplishment, uh, uh, Accomplishment?
1: <laughs> accomplishments, ac- uh, Accomplices?
0: <laughs> they had more accomplish a lot. They didn't accomplish a lot. <laughs> Accomplices. <laughs> uh, one thing I picked up on is n- the only thing that mattered was who they were yeah. and how they loved. Yeah, that's all people would yep. celebrate. Yep. They they didn't talk about how much money they made. Nobody talked about how much success that they had. Yep the primary thing that people were focused in on was they made me feel this way. Yeah. I remember one time they gave me a ride when I didn't have a car. I remember one time yeah. they paid my rent when I didn't have money to pay my rent. Yep. I remember one time they, um, cried with me. They wept with me. Yep. I remember one time they got ice cream and they came and they comforted like that was what was highlighted. That's more human than anything more than anything. And Jesus never pursued titles. I remember right before they put him on the cross, he had a chance to speak for himself, defend himself. Are you the king of the are you who these guys are saying? Yep. And he's like, Jesus is like, Who do you say I am? Right? He was that's what
1: you answered. He's like, What do you think? Yeah, yeah. He's just and
0: he he was so quick to denounce like any type of like title. He's like, The kingdom I rule is not even on this side of eternity or on this, it's not in this earth or what have you. Yep. And I feel like Jesus, who had all the title, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the alpha and the omega, like all these titles. And yet he decided to lead his life with love. I was talking with someone earlier who came out of like a reformed background Mm -hmm. and he was telling me why he left the reformed church. Mm. And he's just like, dog, they've got so much knowledge. They throw so much Bible. He's like, I learned a lot. And then he pulled out his Bible and he read me, uh, first Corinthians, I believe it was 14. Mm -hmm. He's like, but but they had no love love. and it was just like a noisy gong. Yep. Like they, they got all these facts about Jesus. They know the Greek, they know the Hebrew, they know the cultural context, the literary context. They know the author, the audience, they know all these things, these facts. But when Amir Locke loses his life, they're nowhere to be found. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I feel like it doesn't matter what you know. Mm-hmm. It matters how you love. And if what you know doesn't lead to love, I question what you know altogether. Yeah. Because there shouldn't be a disconnect between what you know and how that leads you to love. Yep. You know what I'm
1: and so we're talking about the subject of how are, how is this going to shift the culture? Yes. And I have a couple very practical stories on, on how it does that. Because um, there is there's one there's one story. I, it tells two stories. Okay. So the first story is actually about talking about guns and, yeah. and, and gun violence. Right, We're dealing with that right now. I'm dealing with that cur- currently personally. Yeah. Well, I had a, I had a student one time. I'm on a, I'm on a mentor. I'm on a mentoring session with him. Yeah. Super smart dude. Yeah. Like amazing. And we would play, uh, we play chess all the time. Yeah. And one time he starts asking me questions about guns. He's like, Jimmy, would you ever own a gun? And I like, and I thought to myself, I'm like, I, I've, processed that question before. Would I ever own a gun? And I was, you know, I told him, I was like, "Ah, I don't, I don't think it's for me. Yeah. Um, for a couple of reasons, I didn't get into uh, I didn't get into all that, but I just you know I told them it wasn't for me. Yeah. But I did I do like guns, like I think they're super cool. Like I, I go to the gun range and I'll go and rent I'll rent one and I'll yeah. shoot it and yeah. it's, it's fun and I'll uh, I play Call of Duty and stuff like that. It's, they're cool. Like yeah, but you've like been
0: playing Call of Duty for ten plus years. Oh dude, I dude <laughs> dude
1: talk about twenty. We're talking twenty years. First of all, uh, but respect on my name. Yeah, <laughs> come on now, dude. I'm a vet, anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, w- like would I ever own one? for myself yeah. and it, it for me it was a philosophical question mm. um and the reality of it is uh the reality of it is it, it, it's no and i'll get into why in a second um but as we're talking i, I look at I, I look at like like what he's wearing and he's got this little like you know kids nowadays they have the little gucci like yeah, louis vuitton yeah. like bag or whatever yeah 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 and i can see i was like that just seems a little off so i grab it mm. and there's a gun inside oh snap. right so i'm with this teen and he's got a gun yeah yeah and I'm like, thinking, my
0: license like, to carry? No. I'm just making sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, 18, nineteen. I'm yeah. just, I'm
1: just gonna put it out there like this. Um, uh, I think he was, fifth. No, he was sixteen at the time. Oh, uh, gotcha, sixteen gotcha, at the time. Gotcha. So he
0: can't even. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, there's no way. Yeah, there's no yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and I'm with him, and I and uh, and I, I, you know, I grab it and I feel like, okay, this dude's, this dude's got a gun, and I, and I. I, on the way home I told him <clears throat> first of all we're going home right now yeah uh you're never bringing this <laughs> yeah. ever yeah. like and he was like okay yeah 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 okay he's like he's got a lot of respect for me right. and I know that because like I spent time with them yeah. you know he was 16 and I had known him since he was 14 and right. we had been doing building, life building been, report yeah, yeah yeah been through and um <clears throat> and I and then on the way home I this thought came to me and I said hey you know what I was like you didn't know that right now if you wanted to you could end my life whenever you wanted to. Mm. I was like, you could leave a son, uh, you could leave a mother without her son, mm. you could leave my wife without her husband, <clears throat> you could leave uh, all, the, all the all the other kids at Treehouse without him. You could just at any point in time, yeah, it it could be over for me. Yeah, he's like, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, I'd never do that. I know. I was like, oh, I, I know. Yeah, I yeah. know you wouldn't do that. Yeah, and you know how I know? Because you know, I know that. Uh, you care about me and you know that I care about you. And because I understand that relationship, I have no fear of you shooting me. And I'm not mm-hmm. worried about that. There's no, there's no concern of that me. And I know that when Man. I'm me telling you yeah. not to bring this gun, I know that you're never going to bring it yeah. on any of our <laughs> <laughs> sessions ever again. I know that because you have respect for me, but right. that respect only became because I love you, right? right? right. So then I so then asking this question, like, what do you think has more, has more power right mm. now? Our relationship or your gun? like what do you think has more power because yeah. you he's been asking me he's like well jimmy you won't get a gun well what if this happens to you what if someone is trying to hurt your family this this that and i'm like okay but i know that i have a lot of relationships with a lot of people mm-hmm. and that's what i that's what i dedicate my life to right 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 right, right. and for me i feel safer doing that right than owning any weapon right 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 that's more of a weapon to me as having relationships with people yeah i think about times when I've, uh, I've had guys come to my program and they do something that I, they knew they weren't supposed to be doing. And I just sit and had a conversation with him, yeah. had him in tears and it got to a point where he was like, man, I don't like the way Jimmy talks to me <laughs> because like he, it just, it just hits different. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, you know that when I talk to you, yeah, yeah. I talk to you from a different spot right. and it's, and it's from a place of care and right. love. And you know when I say something, it means something. Yeah. And so it's like you feel like, man, I gotta change. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now, now it's to the point where some of these guys don't even want to tell me when they make mistakes because right, right. they know it's that they don't want to hear what I have to say. Right. Right. But that's the real. That's the reality. If if my words have that much impact to where you get nervous about what I have to say, right. Dude, I'm just a guy.
0: Right. 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 There's
1: nothing special about me. I'm just a dude. Like I don't have. I don't have any power over you. I'm not your teacher. I I'm not going to give you any degrees. I'm not. I'm not giving you a job. I mean, yeah. All I'm giving you is mentorship love and support that's yeah. all i'm doing yeah
0: but when we talk about shaping the culture when we talk about shifting culture that's how you do it like what you need like what we need is for people to first love who they're serving yeah talk about being a huge lecrae fan yep. i remember lecrae saying a while ago yep. we gotta stop treating people like projects mm And I feel like a lot of the times we come in with an agenda, we have no intention to care, love, serve, or even befriend any of the people we're trying to reach. And people can smell that a mile away. People know when you're coming in to try to change them, try to modify behavior versus like, yo, they're just trying to kick it. They're just trying to
1: grab a bite to eat. They're just trying to watch a movie, They're trying to play Call of Duty. Because they care more about their own personal reputation more than they care about that person. Yeah. Right. And I
0: feel like, how can you reach a world you don't love? John three yeah. sixteen says, for God so loved the world yeah. that he gave, like, it's his love that led him to lay his life down for us. It's yeah. his love that led him to come down yeah. and put on skin, to yep. put on flesh yep. and become a baby yep. and to be dependent yep. and to have parents yep. and to have, uh, to be able to be uh, hungry or, and to be weak and to be tired. What yep. led him to all of that was his love for us, and yep. his love didn't keep him in heaven. Nope. All high and mighty and pious. What does the manual mean? God with us, God with us. Yeah. So Jesus comes and tabernacles with us. Yep. And he dwells with us. Yep. He eats with us. Yep. He laughs with us. Come he on. Walks with. Come he on. Cries with us, and I feel like how could we change a world that we're not serving. How can we change a world that we have no relationship with? Yeah. How can we change a world that we're not walking, you know? Yeah, and, and it,
1: it's yeah, and it's the truth is most people are so wounded that they're trying to escape, right? Mm. They're trying to escape. So like uh, yeah, that's when you, when you make it, right? That's why you see these guys that get rich and they make it. Yeah. They leave the projects, they <laughs> leave they <laughs> yeah. they leave the hood and they don't yeah. go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. go to the suburbs and they go to the gated communities or yeah. whatever because like they you know it's it's as a measure of a, it's a measure of escape for them it's that's right. not they're not thinking about the culture of it as a whole they're no. more thinking about themselves and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know getting them, getting getting themselves away um but what what I was going to say was the, uh, my second my second story yeah and this is to this is to my other point so when these when these teens got hmm. um when these teens got shot these past couple of weeks hmm. one of the things that I, I encountered and and again i've been up many a nights really yeah. thinking about this very thing yeah. is one of the things I countered is, w- is as we are focusing on trying to support the families, raising money, all these different things. One of the things that was, w- was challenging was other teens who like knew the teens that were victims and, uh, and knew the situation and knew that, you know, known these teens for their whole lives yeah. for the most part, they're looking at it. They're like, why are we mm. why are we supporting these teens? Like they, they don't, they're not angels. They don't right. do all these, they, they're not doing all these good things and this good students. And and so at Treehouse, we have uh we have these core truths that these core mm. beliefs that we have. And one of them is love without strings. Mm. That's what it's called. And basically love what that. it is is unconditional love. Unconditional right? love. That's really it's agape, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but we call it love without strings. And that and that's generally what it is. Like there is no strings attached. And yeah. so it's like yeah, of course, like something happens, we're going to go and support you like right. no matter what. Right. right. No right. matter what. Like you could be like the worst. Yeah. Um, behaviorally, but doesn't matter. Like right. we're focusing on like making sure, you know, that you're love without strings. Right. And what's so challenging is that other kids will see that and they're like, why are we doing this? Like, I don't want to support these fundraisers right, and this, this, that. Like, right, right. like. And so it, and so what's been challenging for me is like how like that. And that's and that's what's really culture shifting. When kids like that see, wow, there are people who are out here, like giving up their entire days and yes. nights, yeah, literally supporting teens, yes. that that you know make made grave mistakes and did things that you know had profound consequences. Right. Um. Why are we like there's there's guys still out there supporting that or like yes there has to be right because it's not conditional right upon Yes. Upon what you do or what you don't do. Yeah. You're human. I yeah. love you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's it. it. You made an image <laughs> of God. You've got intrinsic <laughs> worth, value. Imago and, day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I feel like you're on the <coughs> ground. Um, you're you're on, you're in the streets. You're with the people. Yep. um, You're in the hospitals. Uh, you're in the basement. You're yep. in, you're you're all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think the biggest disconnect is between people that you go to church with? people that are like like on the ground with you
1: yeah um the biggest disconnect to me um, and what,
0: what would you what do you wish more christians would do to impact culture
1: i i wish more christians would uh uh leave their safe leave their safe spaces hmm. um Like, what I, like, what I found was, um, like, you can't, you can't, like, create a safe space, like, um, you know, your church building or whatever, and then, like, create a small group, and then put that, throw out a Facebook invite, and, you know, let folks come to your, your small group, and, like a lot of times that's you're not going to find the effect that you want to have right you're really going to find a bunch of like-minded people right who um who just want another you know social club which is not bad like that's fine yeah but i'm like if your goal it depends on what your goal is like a lot of people's goals are just like fellowship and Mm. and and that's fine but for me like like you want to make disciples. I want to make disciples. Yeah. So if I, if I want to make disciples, then I have to go find people right, right. who aren't already disciples. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> who and, aren't
0: a part of this Christian bubble. Okay. Exactly. Like yeah. I have
1: to go find them. Yeah. And, and for me, it started, I'm like, well, what do I love? I love basketball. Okay, well, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to play basketball. Yeah. Oh, wow, there's teens here playing basketball? Right. I am just going to talk to them. Right. Like, and there's no agenda. Like there's no agenda. I'm like, I'm just here. There's a guy that's showing up. Yeah. It it is just, it's basic. It's basic human interaction. You introduce, (laughs) you say your name, you, you learn their name. You say, it's nice to meet you. Like it's basic human interaction. There's no like, oh, bro, I can get you this and you can get me that. And bro, like, yeah, and you know, it's not. It's nothing like that. And and you know, for me, it's just more about like I just want to introduce myself, get to know you for no other reason that I just find you a fascinating person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then you spend enough time to the to the point where, um, you know they, you know, next time you see them, you it's it's crazy how effective just remembering somebody's name right is. Yeah, yeah yeah so like putting work into just remembering people's names yeah, yeah. so that when you see them again you're like hey i know and, it, and it's sometimes a lot of times you the people they get a lot of guilt over the fact that they don't remember yours and that's okay right because you're not it's not about you it's not about you you there to serve them yep it's not about you so you're saying okay that's fine i don't need you to remember my name yeah i want to know you yeah and so you keep asking them questions about them
0: yeah you you say a lot of really it's it's uh it's simple but profound and it, it makes me wonder, do you feel like Christians have less, lost touch with reality?
1: 100%. 100%. <laughs>
0: like we don't even know how to say hello.
1: Actually, it's not 100% because there are Christians that are still in touch with reality. But generally speaking, generally speaking, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh we don't know how to
0: introduce ourselves we don't know how to without an agenda without an agenda there's not like giving a track without inviting them to a conference that we got coming up yeah uh, without inviting yep. them to a home group and this is why
1: loneliness is such It is probably one of the biggest like uh what was it pandemics of yeah. our of our generation yeah. is like more people are more lonely than ever right right is because you know, they could have a thousand, fifty million followers or whatever, but have no real friends. Right. It's right, because right. it's all about, it's all about an agenda. It's all about what you can do for me or yeah, what yeah. I can do for you. Yeah, that's it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and again, it, this is, it's this question. What do you bring to the table? That's it. That's, yeah. a, stupid question. that's a stupid question. It's yeah. like, for me, I just show up. I'm like, dude, you're a fascinating person. What can I learn about you? Yeah. 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 And then, oh, you you have questions about me? Well, here, here's, 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 here's what you can know. Uh, and then when they learn, and it's, it's funny because I got to the point where teens, uh, teens no longer like, like it when, uh, I buy them food on our mentor sessions or whatever. Yeah. They want to buy me food. Wow. And I let them. Yeah. Yeah. You better. I let them. I was like, okay, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Like, uh, and because because they it's a it's an honor thing yeah it's an honor thing i i understand it's more of the honor to be the person and i want them to have honor so i'm like it's not again so like they they say hey jimmy look, we're going to talk about hey i'm buying this time yeah i'm like cool like you know what i'm saying like
0: look at that like through your mentorship you're teaching them qualities and characteristics that'll take them far in life yeah like we don't have that anymore nobody says i'll pick up the tab Yep. That's a foreign concept.
1: Yep. We don't do that. Well, it's also yeah. an actually ex- it's also an exercise of power. Yeah. Right. When people when, when you when normally think about the last time uh or the times you've had lunch paid for you, yeah. Usually the person who's paying for you is usually the most powerful person in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's an ex- Absolutely. it's an exercise of power. So it's like sometimes I don't I, I lots of most times I will let people pay for me, but sometimes I specifically don't let people pay for me because I understand what they're doing. And it's an exercise of them exerting, um, exerting whatever kind of power. It could be metaphysical. It could be any, any type of power over me. And for me, it's like, it's, it's not like that. Like, I don't, I don't want the only power in the room should be the power of the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? But, (laughs) uh, but like, that's that's the, the the type of behavior that people will, yeah. will exhibit. And so like I try to get away from that. But yeah. and now if it's an honor thing. Right. Right. So there's a difference between power and honor. Yeah. And so, like, I try to read the situation and I see like, OK, this teen.
0: They're not trying to prove anything. Yeah. They're trying to show off. Right. They're not trying to make you feel a type right. of the way. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to honor
1: yeah. me by buying my meal. Yeah. Um. Because for, for them, it's an honor to be able to say like, hey, Jimmy, you're someone I love. Right. And I want you to have this meal. I worked hard to make this money. Yes. And I want you to have this meal. I'm going to spend, because again, teens don't make a lot of money. I know. And they're saying like, hey, my little paycheck, whatever I made, I'm going to spend it. Here's half my check on this meal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's an honor thing. And I'm like. And bro, like, to be honest too, like, that's the power of discipleship. The Bible teaches us to outdo each other in honoring one another. Yeah. And we're outdoing each other on a lot of other things. Yeah. Whether it be. Tearing each other down, yep. disagreeing with you know, like we're really good at doing that, yep. but we don't know how to honor one another. And yeah. again, this is the power of discipleship. You can't teach that. Mm-hmm. You got you got people that go to churches with magnificent teaching, yeah. with uh yeah. pastors that pontificate the gospel in such elo- with such eloquence, yep. but then they'll go out to eat afterwards and they don't tip the waiter. <laughs>
1: It's crazy, <laughs> it's like man. you can sit
0: under good teaching and still not live out the principles that Jesus has for you. Yeah. But that's the power of discipleship and being in culture and shifting and shaping culture. Yeah. It's leading by example. They would have never known to honor you with paying for your meal if they hadn't seen you yeah. pay for their meal. Right. There's something about, you know, discipleship isn't just taught. It's also caught. Yeah. There's something about walking. And that's why I love, you know, there's this passage. I think it's in Luke where some random people and some disciples of Jesus are like yo where are you staying he said come and see mm. he invited them and the bible says they stayed all night just talking breaking bread Dude, most of so Jesus' gangster. ministry was done that's breaking so bread gang- and
1: it's funny i say <laughs> i say that's as gangster as in like as in like that's a slang term but really like if yeah, you yeah. really think about like like what the gangs were gangs were originally meant to represent yeah yeah like It actually is gangster. Like, if gangs were originally meant meant to represent community at its highest form, right? Right? right, Where it's a circle of protection and love and interpersonal relationship and all that stuff like that. Jesus is literally doing that at its highest level right there. So that's gangster.
0: You know what I'm saying? But the way we do ministry is like, hey, we're going to have a conference, we're going to have a small group. Let's go get coffee. (laughs) it's coffee chat <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but i love that but i love that Le- any other thoughts we've been we've been talking for a minute um Ooh. any other thoughts on practical ways we can engage culture better and really be on the ground and see the kingdom kingdom come
1: yeah i think we have to be willing to lose wow you have to be willing to lose like to talk about and, it. and it has to be an, it has to be an investment not about money mm. Nah, not about money and that's the thing like so there's a book that i i read with my wife jessa um and i read it before um spending time with her and actually uh, i don't know if you know who uh randy odom is no. um but that's actually who i met uh that's actually how i met uh brian um brian die brian die yeah was I was with Randy Odom, okay. and he like recommended this book to me. Okay, uh, when I was down at a, uh, a, a kids camp called K, Kids Across America. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, legendary. yeah, yeah. Book. It's legendary, but yeah. um, uh, anyways, this book's called Oikonomics, and actually, I remember talking to you about this, dude. So good, yeah, so good. But it's a different type of. It's about investing, but yeah. it's a different type of investment. Yeah, right. And it's understanding, um, it's understanding the economy, like the economy of the world, right? right. Not just financially, but also mm. uh, interpersonally, also yeah. your own personal, like physically, all that stuff like that, intellectual uh, intellectual, uh, 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 finances, all that. Uh, it's all packaged into one book, and it tells you how to manage it mm. and put them in the right priorities, right? Your relationships, nice. your money, all that stuff like that, your spirituality, all of it, all those types, different types of capital into yeah. one book tells you how to manage it but the reality of it is people don't see investing in people mm. as mm. A, a worthwhile mm. investment wow and it's like that's good and so when i say you have to be willing that's to good. lose i really am saying is like you have to be willing to lose out on yes. a financial yes. gain yes so that way you might be able to gain something far greater yes relational capital yeah or spiritual capital yeah or, you know, whatever that looks like. Yeah. That's uh, so good, man. It's yeah. it, it can't, it can't just be about like you trying to build your ministry or you trying to build um, your business or get more clout or whatever. It can't just be about that. Right. Like it has to be, um, it has to be uh, really about them. You investing in a relationship and Jesus modeled that. Well, that's what he said. Hey, like so hey hi, Jesus, how do I enter the kingdom of hell Okay, take everything you got. Yeah, okay, I got this yeah, much. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Now I want you to take it and we will sell it. Okay, see, oh, sell it? Oh, all right, Jesus, all right, I don't oh, sell that. Uh, then what do you want me to do with the money? Oh yeah, give it all away? Hmm? <laughs> Come again?
0: <laughs> yeah, hmm? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> give it like? Oh, you mean like you know like give it to my sister? Yeah. And <laughs> then you know she'll give it right back? Yeah, yeah. Just hold we'll it go. We'll, we'll donate it to a charity that I own. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> We'll donate it to one of them charities that I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll, you know, we'll figure the money out later, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, no. No, I actually want you to like give it till it's gone. Till it's gone. Oh, okay. All right, let me think about that. It's hard. It's a hard thing I, for people to I, process. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Let's go here.
0: I had a meeting with a pastor from a mega church in the Twin Cities. Okay. I won't, I won't I won't say the pastor's name. I bet you I know him. I bet you that (laughs) I bet you I bet you that But I Maybe I ain't gonna Maybe not uh, That's between you and the Lord Did you you check (laughs) Facebook? (laughs) Oh man And We're a church plant As you know We're about to celebrate Three years in August So very Very early You know We're a baby Yeah, Actually we're toddlers right now Yeah, We're a toddler Uh, We sat down had some, we grab some pizza. And let's just say, I love the quote, they were robbing Peter.
1: Yep. To pay Paul.
0: To pay Paul. Yeah. Meaning they were and I don't want to get into the the particulars of this story, yeah. but essentially they told us that they wanted to help us out. Um they told us they wanted to serve us. But really they were looking out for their best interest. Yeah.
1: Branding. Yeah.
0: So I sat down one day and I, I just, I had a bone to pick and I had some questions and you know that, you know, these churches, they love talking about how much they give overseas. <sighs> they love talking about how much money they give to Africa, to <laughs> Asia. <laughs> and so I just, I was bold this day. I had yeah. nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's go for it. And I said, "How come y'all invest overseas?" And before I asked this question, he was sharing with me how much was in the account. There's millions. You know, I won't yeah. say the number, but well, yeah, yeah. they had it. And I said, "Okay, so, you know our you know our situation. Right. Right. <laughs> and why do you guys invest in churches that are overseas, but you guys ignore your backyard?" Mm-hmm. And he said something I, I never forgot. He said, well, when we invest overseas,
1: the dollar is the more, more can get, get not, done with that not, dollar. right? Not even that
0: oh. we can manage results. Oh, no. Oh, he said, no. Oh, no. we know things that we can build. We know things that can come to fruition. We know that our dollar is going to go somewhere and we're going to see the results of it. So it's easier to get people to give because they're going to go over there, make a video, a testimony video come back, show what we did with your contributions, and then we give again. But here in the backyard, in the inner city, we can give thousands and hundreds and thousands of dollars away and still not see the results that we, we would hope for. Hmm. Hmm. And- Sounds I, to
1: me, you got a faith issue, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but more, more than a faith issue, let me tell you what it is. It's, yeah. it's, I brought the story up because of what you're talking about. I think they failed to, rec- and I feel like the American church failed to recognize that when they give to the inner city, they're making an investment that they may never see the return on. Yeah. That doesn't mean they, they didn't make an investment yeah. or that doesn't mean that they didn't make an impact. Yeah. Anybody who knows, and you said you've been in a room with millionaires. I've had conversations with millionaires. Yeah. Anybody who has money will tell you, there are some purchases I make that I will never see Mm -hmm. the results from. Like I'm purchasing this for my kids. Right. Yep. Yep. Jay-Z said it. Yep. I can't wait to give this to my children. Yep. He has purchased paintings that he will never profit from, but his great grandkids will. Yep. Why don't we have that mentality in the church? Why can't we think, okay, we might not see results in the next 20, 30 years in this inner city, but who knows what we'll see in 60 years oh. or a hundred years oh, or it's, 150 years. It's, right?
1: It's much, it's much worse than that. I, I, I would even, I was, so there's a church I grew up in. And one of the challenges that I have is it's, it's slowly dying. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just what it is. Like yeah. less and less every year, Yeah. less and less people are attending. Yeah. Uh And you might attribute it to like the overall church is dying. And that's not the, that's not the issue. The right. issue is, There's no young people being ordained. There's no young people being commissioned to do the work. But there's young people out here doing the work. I know several of them personally. I am one of them. But I'm like, yes. I'm like, but you're not like one. You're not raising them up. And and when my church was popping when my home church was popping, popping. Yeah, it was literally that was their philosophy. It was a training church. They grabbed a bunch of young people who are now the old folks at this church now yeah. but they got a bunch of young people and they were all on fire in college right. all on fire for right. Jesus right. Right. and they went hard right. for Jesus and they made this crazy incredible spiritual experience right. in the heart of South Minneapolis yeah. right it was it was insane yeah. but then uh then but then the you know folks get in their positions yeah. they get their titles yeah. and then, and then now it's like okay, but like you got young people right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, who are yeah. in ready it, ready to go, ready to go, who are right. just on fire, if not more, than right. you were, right, 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 right. And so I'm like, like, what's where? Where are we where? Where are we missing? Like, right. The equipping, like, right. And it's it's really it's really sad to see that like, you know, churches nowadays, and a lot a lot of a lot of these senior pastors and stuff like that, unless you're starting a church on your own, yeah. A lot of the senior pastors are in their like 60s, 70s. And it's like, dude, you can still be a senior. That's fine. But I'm like, give give someone who's 19 the mic. Give them the mic. Bro, I
0: I said this in another episode, but I think that the reason why a lot of churches, and I as a church planter really resonate with this, I feel like a lot of what we see as far as success is concerned with bigger churches is all manufactured. Mm -hmm. A lot of churches... Bro, nobody's gonna plant a church like shout out shout out to Brian Dye. He's getting yeah. referenced a lot too. He's a, he's a, he's that dude. He planted a church in the inner city.
1: Yeah. Like it was a home church. Yeah, yep. But yep. bro, like in the city. But you know what he also did? He also has guy like when I met Brian Dye, yeah. there was a guy there was like a uh a 18 year old 18 year old with him. Yeah always wow. discipling he always brings people with him always dude, always but
0: these people are living with him yes he has yeah i went to his house a few months ago like he had a guy that moved there just to be a part of the church be a part of what he's doing and he was living with him but 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 what i was trying to get at is like this dude literally bought a house bro we sat on a porch on his porch and he told me, yo, our neighbor right here, he'd be coming out with an AK around his uh, neck. I was like, bro, we need to go inside immediately because I do not feel comfortable Right, You're right. You don't got a relationship yeah. so you don't feel safe You got a relationship I don't, I don't. I'm not <laughs> trying to see no AK today In South Side, uh, Chicago no, It's no. the, it the West Side But <laughs> so you see this beard, they will end me <laughs> <laughs> But bro, he was telling me A lot of these bigger churches, they'll be like Read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible You can't say that in the inner city no. In the inner city, you gotta teach them how to read Before you tell them to read Yeah The investment looks different in the inner city. You can't just tell people tithe. You, know. you got to give these people uh, uh res, help them build resumes, yeah. help them get their GED. You got to yeah. help them like learn the system.
1: Like you got to yeah. help
0: them get a job before you tell them to tithe.
1: Right. I don't tell people to tithe. I tell people to give. Yeah. And there's a difference. Like tithing, tithing is like you give 10% of your money. Yeah. Yeah. But giving is like, dude, you got time, you yeah. got energy, you got right. so much capital, right? That's right. what economics talks about. You have right. so much capital to give. Yeah. And you're so far, you're far richer than you think you are. Right. Right. And it's like, when you really realize all the areas you can give yeah it's like man when i was when i was coming out of college i had no money i'm like but i had ample time mm-hmm. what i do i signed up for the big brothers big sisters program yeah, yeah. i'm like i can give like this. i can give yeah. like you can give yeah and i think far more can be done if people are just sitting spending time mentoring younger people that's like that's and that's that investment. It's an investment. I love what Tupac said. And when I get old and I have enough money to be able to like, I'm like, what do I need money? Like, give it away. Yeah. I, don't, I don't got that much time, but I got plenty of money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, yeah. So, I ain't going
0: to take this with me when so I go. Right. So you're right. So like, here Let it, me give it, this to my children. Like, like here like, you whatever. go. Yeah. You do. Bro, Tupac said, I might not change the world, but I might change the mind that will change the world. Yeah. He understood how investment worked. Like, right. I'm spending all this energy producing the best art I know how knowing that it might land on one person that will do with it what I could never do. Yes. And I feel like the church needs to adopt that. And to your point about investments, like we can't go into uh, these relationships. We can't go into culture. We can't go into this, these cities and these communities thinking if I don't see these results in the next four weeks, you know how we like mm-hmm. to scale because the church yep. has turned into a business. Yeah. It's like if I don't see results this quarter or by the end of second quarter or by the end of this fiscal year, then we've wasted our time. Yeah, That's not how it works, fam. Yeah. like You can't do that with people's souls. You can't do that yeah. with people that have generational trauma. Yeah. You can't do that with people that have so many things that are holding them back to yeah. do a very simple thing. I think about working out. If you and I were to go to the gym, you probably could do more Weights. Probably, probably, probably. probably. Come, I don't know. On. It's been a while since I've seen you in the gym. Uh, no, I don't know. Actually, I don't know.
1: But, but I would like to think that I could
0: do more. Let's say you're able to bench press more. <laughs> okay. In order for me to start where you start, I might have to put in more work. It might take me two, three months before starting where you're starting. And a lot Thanks. of people, we get so frustrated. Why can't you bench press when I'm bench pressing? Well, maybe their biology. Yep. Maybe they've never been to a gym. Yep. Maybe they don't know how to lift. Yep. Maybe they haven't been in there consistently enough. Are yep. you going to be in there with them and help them get to the same starting point as you? Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, I just feel like we're not thinking like that when we think
1: about investments. Well, well, well it's funny because at the... Okay, so check this out. We I, I saw this the other day. Billionaires, um, one thing that billionaires, almost every billionaire has that majority of millionaires don't, yeah. private jets. Yeah. Why?
0: so they can Wha- get from point a to point b faster
1: but why what's what's time what? time yeah billionaires are at a point in life where they realize i have so time. much money that time yeah. is way more valuable than yes. than any of this mon- money it yeah. like like but here's the thing like we don't we're we're so focused and wrapped up on like trying to make more income make more capital gains that we we forget that like no time is actually your most valuable yeah, asset. Yeah, put yeah. time in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like put time in and put it in in the right ways. Right. Right. And so it's like we you know we we are so focused on the money piece of it. It's like Yeah. once the once billionaires got to the point where they realized that money was a non issue. Yeah. Then they're trying to think of like what is the actual bigger problem? Yeah. It took them making a billion dollars for them to realize <laughs> I'm out of time yeah, yeah yeah like I don't have enough time right 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 and it's like okay, so when you're not when you don't have a billion dollars right and you and you and you don't have all the all the money, yeah what do you still have that billionaires also have right time yeah everybody's got it everybody's got it everybody's got it and it's like man people don't people just like they're like some people just waste it because they don't think about like yeah like take like I, I realize yeah, that man. i'm I'm 23. I'm not 23 now, but at the time I'm 23, oh, yeah, you're far I had from no that. idea yes. what I was going to do with my life, what I was going to do in life. But I knew that this young kid, yeah, yeah. his name's Malachi, dope, yeah. dope. I knew that he needed somebody to yeah. walk alongside him, do life with him, yeah. show him show him steps he can take to help him become a man. Right. Dude, the other day I called. he called me. This was crazy. Yeah. Was crazy. He's telling me. Okay, He was he was nine years old when I met him. He tells me he's graduating high school early. Wow! And I'm like, wow, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's giving me all his credit, and I'm like, dude, no, yeah, yeah. like, dude, yeah, no, like, yeah. you, like you, like, like all, all I cared about was just spending time with you. Right. That's right, it. Right. Right. But but what I'm not what I did what I miss in that conversation was how valuable that was for right, me. Right. 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 Was that someone would just sit and spend time with him? I right. didn't tell him. I didn't. I didn't do homework. I did a lick of homework with him. Right. Right. Oh, I didn't do any homework with him. Right. All I did was just spend time with him. Yeah. And just and he had questions about life. Hey, this is. I don't. I'm figuring this out too. But here, this is what I think. But that goes. But though, so that
0: that 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 is that goes a lot further than a sermon. Yeah. Way more further than a sermon.
1: Way. I'm telling you. I'm telling Bruh, like Jesus already I'm, modeled it. I'm telling we you. We have the answer right in front of us. Yeah. And it's like, like this the concept of the concept of church is really a collection of disciples. That's
0: it. That's it. I mean, at the end of the day, we are the church. Yes. We gather. We, we have corporate worship. Yep. We sit under the teachings of Scripture. I mean, I think of Acts 2. Yep. And that wasn't it for them. Yep. They would what? They would break bread together. Yeah. They would pray together, yep. they did life together. If anybody was in need, they would sell their possessions, they would do whatever they could yeah. so that everybody's need was taken care of. Right. And I feel like the gospel in America is, "Let me feed your soul, not feed your body." yeah
1: now you call that uh, you call that socialism now <laughs> you're socialist. Is. you're a socialist, bro yeah, yeah but that's the thing. titles and labels if they're so they can yeah. be they can be helpful. Uh to give us language to the things that we need to do. But sometimes Limiting. like we get so limited by them. Limiting. And it's just like, Yeah, dude, just be people, love each be be with each other, love yeah. each other. You can get so much done. Yeah. Yeah. In love. Yeah. Yeah. Love can accomplish
0: far more. So much. Bro, I feel like we could talk another hour, hour and a half, but oh, yeah. this was good, fam. My soul is nourished. You know, uh this Same. this uh this was an inspiring conversation. Uh, you helped me to think more deeply about things. You've inspired me to love harder Hard, be but. more present in the culture. That's right. And uh, I hope this conversation was edifying to y'all as well. You have any last words before we wrap this up?
1: Nah, man. I just want you guys to know, uh, I love you guys. I'm not going to uh, tout all my uh, social medias that y'all can follow. <laughs> He's a married uh, man, you know. <laughs> uh, it's because it's really about like, I just want y'all to just be with people. Uh, spend time, put time in, okay. go be with somebody. Yeah. Love on him. Yeah. I mean, that's that.
0: That's that. Love someone today. Love someone today. so next time, family. Peace. I
1: what it feels like taking the deal, like touching the meal, like this St. Cloud. This isn't real life. I got a real life. Price is better than it ain't no doubt. I ain't got time to debate this country to save Afghanistan, Cuba. I pray.